Hello, my name's Stephen Dickens, and you've tuned in to the I'm a Mainframer podcast brought to you by the Linux Foundation. We're a collaborative project under the Linux Foundation focused on the mainframe, pro mainframe platform. And I'm joined today by Usman Haider, who's one of our former interns and who's also loved the experience so much that he's applying for this year's internship program. Usman's a master's student at Nust University in Pakistan, an end-to-end -end developer who's got experience in several programming languages. And I'm really excited to talk to Usman. Usman, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure uh, to be here with you today. Fantastic. So, Usman, tell me a little bit, tell the listeners and me a little bit about yourself. Get, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background and what you're doing out there in the community. So, I'm basically uh, an electrical engineer. Uh, as uh, if you ask me about my background, I did my bachelor's in 2011. And uh, since then, I am uh, developing uh, software in different programming languages. And, uh, 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 you know, I'm an electrical engineer, but uh, my interest uh, in software uh, is growing because of the uh, open source community. And uh, I love to contribute to open source projects and technologies. My main interests are Linux development, open source software development, packaging, cloud technologies, software development for embedded systems. And uh, currently, I am working towards Zoe development. I am and I am really interested in that. Oh, fantastic! So, interesting background. Not been in the industry that long, which is always good to hear. Tell me a little bit about how you got interested in the mainframe. Uh, so, uh, I, I am uh, basically using Linux for more than five years. So, uh, last year when I was, uh, looking for an open source project to, to work during summer, I got across a blog post and, uh, there I saw, uh, a, a topic, uh, that was mentioning master the mainframe project, master the mainframe contest. So I, you know, uh, read the read about that and uh, started using the ZOS system, and then I got to know about the main, mainframe mainframe systems, and uh, uh, that's how I, you know, uh, got interested in mainframe and the power it brings to the table and the security, and uh, uh, that really, uh, you know, was the point when I decided to join the mainframe community. So tell me a little bit about how you found the master the mainframe contest, what, we, what your uh, perspective was sort of getting onto the platform and, and how you really found that as an on-ramp into the technology. Uh, so uh, I really like the idea about the, uh, that contest because it, uh, it, you know, gives you the hands-on experience it gives you the platform a very rare platform you you know you don't get uh, these uh, access to zos and the mainframe uh, access you know like you you can use uh, for example the linux architecture or the x86 machines everywhere but the uh, the z systems or you know the mainframe systems are very hard to find 
uh, you don't have any online access to those systems so for students it is a very good opportunity to get uh, get hands on with uh, the architecture mainframe architecture the zos and uh, and it cover all the topics you know from jazz cobol rex db2 and uh, it gives you uh, it touches all those technologies so you know you get all the feel about the mainframe so i uh, i really like that mainframe and i recommended that to other students as well and uh, i am planning to do this again next year oh fantastic so you're looking to enter the competition again this next year yes uh, and i am also telling other students to go look uh, for the contest and uh, get hands on with the mainframe uh, contest because uh, i i came to know that this skill is very rare the mainframe skill you know you can get people that know c++ python x86 r but this skill uh, i find it rare i uh, so that's why i am uh, telling my fellow students and my fellow colleagues as well to uh, really get hands on with this oh fantastic so you were a 2018 alumni of the open mainframe project internship program we just i think closed the applications for 2019 could you give us a perspective of how you found that program what you were working on and what your project was like so uh, so the i like the whole process uh, of that uh, internship program uh, right from the student application to selection and to the completion of the internship program Uh, the application process was very easy and consisted of answering a few questions only and you just have to give uh, a very few detail about the project you are proposing so it's not very hard to for a student to apply you know uh, it's not very time consuming so it's very easy for the students to apply and uh, also there are a lot of uh, projects good projects for students to be uh, from which the students can choose there was information about the mentors so they can always contact the mentors and see if the uh, the project fits their skill so the past experience was very good uh, and uh, uh, i really i really like the idea of the kickoff call the internship kickoff kickoff call where, where all the selected students interact with each other they tell uh, uh, each other about their skills and what projects they will be going to work and so everyone knows who, who will be working on which project so which is very good as, uh, if uh, to uh, work collectively or combined so i notice here in the notes that were shared before us joining the podcast together you did some really cool projects in your internship could you maybe share what you were doing with some of the listeners so they can get an awareness of, of some of the projects that you were involved in so uh, i selected the uh, project that was titled increase the number of s390x packages in suze package hub project uh, so the, the uh, main idea uh, was that because i uh, already had development and very basic software packaging experience 
but I never use something big like uh, open build service. Uh, the, the, uh, open build service is basically a platform uh, that uh, allows you to package your software for different architectures and dis different distributions. So uh, a large number of developers are using OBS for packaging and many companies are also making use of it. So OBS has a very active uh, IRC channel and community uh, and they collaborate very well. So uh, I saw this as an opportunity to learn from and interact with different experienced individuals and professionals. So uh, during internship, I worked on uh, packaging the open source, open source software uh, for S390X architectures. And uh, the main idea was to, uh, you know, uh, uh, select different packages, software packages like uh, uh, Zabbix and Isinga and Kaxi that are the server monitoring packages and to build and test those packages for S390X architectures. And for that testing, I got online access to S390X machine using the IBM Linux One Community Cloud. I built all these softwares and then I deployed those softwares on the S390X, then I tested those softwares removed any bugs or reported any potential bugs to the uh, you know community or the maintainers, and uh, uh, the the main idea was to you know uh, you know there are a lot of open source packages available for Linux, and uh, uh, what we were uh, you know targeting in that project was to in uh, to port those packages to S390X as much as uh, packages as we can. So uh, we were uh, almost four students that were working on that project and uh, we have uh, all contributed a large number of packages and uh, so that people can use uh, those great packages on S390X machines. And all this was done using the open build service and uh, the, uh, all those packages are available now on OBS and uh, anyone can use that. Oh, fantastic. So sounds like you had a packed few months. What was the biggest challenges that you faced? What were those challenges and, and kind of how did you overcome them? Uh, the biggest challenge uh, as an intern was to know, uh, you know, get started, uh, get uh, to get a project uh, first. You know, there were a lot of projects uh, and uh, the biggest challenge I think was to uh, select the right project. But after that, uh, you know, uh, there was great mentorship from my mentor. Uh, he, wa he was Wolfgang from Suze, uh, very well engineer. And uh, he, you know, uh, really, help us a lot and uh, I, everything worked as planned. So there was no, you know, uh, problems during the internship. So the only challenge I think was uh, the project selection because there were so many good projects, so many good mentors, and you really have to, you know, uh, decide uh, which project uh, best suits you and what project to work on. Okay, so... I notice here in some of the notes that you've started to get involved in the Zoe community and start to get in, in 
contribute and get engaged there. How's that been as a new platform to, to really get involved? Obviously, it looks like you've done some good work in the Linux space. How are you finding that sort of front end to the ZOS environment, i.e. Zoe? Uh, so uh, after uh, I went through the master of the mainframe contest, uh, you know, uh, the uh, feel it gives you is, you know, not very uh, user friendly. You know, it's a black screen and, you know, you use a keyboard and, uh, you know, you uh, navigate from using the keyboard. But uh, after uh, getting to know about Zoe in the last, uh, open source conference in Edinburgh. Uh, Andy Armstrong from IBM introduced me to Zoe, and I really, I really like that interface. You know, the feel it uh, gives to the user is great. So uh, I think uh, the reason I'm so excited and interested in Zoe is that it is going to change the feel of mainframe. I see this could be a big shift. It can attract uh, more users, more customers. Uh, the purpose of Zoe, I think, is to make the platform more accessible. But in the meantime, uh, we should not compromise on the scalability and security or any other useful feature that the platform is currently providing. So I think Zoe will bring in contributions from large open source community because it's an open source project and all the open source uh, developers can contribute and anyone can contribute and uh, there is an access to the Zoe uh, machine or server, I, I would say. Uh, I, I, I think this can lead to potential increase in number of customers as well and contributors as well. So uh, that's why I'm really interested in Zoe uh, so that we can make a big, you know, uh, shift in the mainframe uh, but that's what my, uh, you know, a little knowledge says about Zoe. That's an interesting perspective. I think with your insight, you're spot on with where the community sees that platform and the impact it's going to have, both on the existing mainframe clients, but also bringing new clients into the platform. So, Usman, one of the questions I always ask, and maybe it's a shift of gears here, but one of the questions I always ask of my guests on the show is where do you see the platform in sort of two to three years' time? How do you see some of the shifts we're seeing in the mainframe space and on the open source and community space impacting the platform? So where do you see the mainframe in three years' time? Um, <coughs> excuse me. So uh, what I see uh, about mainframe is that, uh, you know, it will uh, the the computational power uh, it is bringing and and the computational power uh, the mainframe is introducing and the security you know uh, uh, the main the main theme of I think future two three years is sec about security the Internet of Things the machine learning things and everything is connected the, so the security is main concern. And uh, with the IoT and machine learning coming, you need a computational power as well. So uh, the mainframe is providing you both the computational power and security, the two main technologies you need in two to three years. And, uh, I, you know, I, I have seen technologies on the Open Source Summit, uh, the machine learning things uh, on the IBM platforms, uh, 
the uh, you know the, the speech to text things and the image recognition things uh, on the IBM mainframe platforms. So uh, I really see mainframe uh, growing in these two uh, fields: the machine learning, IoT, and security. So uh, I really see a big uh, you know boost or uh, increase in uh, you know mainframe usage in the industry in two three years. Yeah, we tend to see the same thread. I mean, it's interesting seeing how clients are picking up on that security thread. I was reading an interesting piece about your organization is either a data securer or a data abuser. And I think yeah. a lot of people are going to see themselves on either side of that and all, and people are going to choose who they place their business with depending on whether people are a data securer or an abuser. And I think obviously that we see the mainframe as a platform to enable people to secure their data provide that trust that clients are looking for. So, Osman, as we start to wrap up, is there anything else you want to share with the group before we kind of bring this to a close? Is there any other parting comments from you? Um, one thing I want to mention uh, is that there is not so much uh, awareness in students and universities about mainframe. Uh, maybe I am wrong, but that is what I, uh, you know, uh, uh, think. Because uh, when I joined the uh, conference last year, I met people from different universities and uh, different, uh, I mean, there were uh, people from 80 countries, almost 80 countries in the last Open Door Summit. And uh, I, I discussed with uh, them uh, about the mainframes and there were I think only 10% there were that you know uh, really knew about the mainframe so I wanted to highlight this point uh, that uh, if there could be a promotional campaign or some awareness uh, I, uh, the community is already doing great uh, they are very welcoming to new people but Maybe if something can be improved about the awareness of the mainframe and the and its access, the access to the mainframe uh, uh, can be, I think, uh, useful for the mainframe and the community as well. So, Osman, you're taking a part in that promotion today by your t spending some time with us on the Open Mainframe Project podcast. So, thank you for helping us get the message out. Osman, it's been great to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, giving me your time and uh, giving me the opportunity to talk about, uh, talk about Mainframe and promote it. So thank you for listening. My name's Stephen Dickens. I've been your host today. I've been joined by Osman Hader, who's one of the great community members impacting how this platform is perceived out there in the academic community in the community as a whole and hopefully we're going to be seeing Os a lot more reversement as he continues to expand his efforts please subscribe to this podcast for future episodes and with that i'll bring today's episode to a close thank you for joining us on the open mainframe project i'm a mainframer podcast mm -hmm.